What up? What up? What up? Yo, you are now listening to the GOAT Talk, brought to you by the Scott Bros. Yours truly, Travis Scott. You can call me Trey. And my brother, Eric Scott. You can call him Eric. And hey, we we bring you the hottest takes this side of the Mississippi. I don't care what side of Mississippi you on. We bringing the hot. We bringing the flames. We bringing our opinions. We having good conversations about basketball. And we, we pretty knowledgeable at it, I must say. So, hey, listen, subscribe, share on your various streaming platforms. Do all of that good stuff. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Radio Public. All of it, you know, we love all we love all the love we've been getting, and we want to continue to grow. Tell all your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell everybody. This the goat talk, greatest basketball conversation of all time. Let's get it, baby. Enjoy the episode. Oh. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, what's up, man? Man, you know, hey, I'm ready, man. We got some some news in the NBA world, man. What's been going on? Yeah, man, we, um, the NBA has released their all-decade teams and we're gonna talk about it man yes sir um now okay i'm gonna i'm pulling i'm pulling it up as we speak but there was great controversy um with this team i'm i'm liking that the nba put it out um you know let's see here all right, on the first team, or you want to go to third team? Third team first, or nah, man, let's start from uh, the top, man. First team, who we got? First team, first team. We have um, they got LeBron, they have KD, Steph, James Harden, and Kawhi Leonard. Coming in, uh, let's see. They also have you know, they got the stats where Steph Curry, six all star appearances, six all NBAs. You know, of course, we know he's a two time MVP, three time, you know, three time champion. Uh, James Harden, seven all star appearances, six all NBAs. LeBron James, it's LeBron. Uh, KD, you know, uh, 10 all star appearances. Um, Nine All NBAs. Also, LeBron they had ten All Stars, ten All NBAs, but I think that was they didn't they didn't count. Um, they just counted this decade for this decade. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, and of course Kawhi comes in with three All Star appearances, three All NBAs, but we know he's a two time champion and two time Defensive Player of the Year and two time Finals MVP, which pretty much kind of solidifies his spot right there. And honestly, I have no problem with that that first team. Um I do. At all. 
Well, what, what, what's your problem with it, man? This is an all-decade team, man, and I just feel like there's too much recency bias with Kawhi on the team, man. Like this is this is an all-decade team. Kawhi has been incredible for the last, you know, four to five years. Like you, I mean, you just said the numbers. He he had three, you know, three all-stars, you know, and you know he's been elite. He's been elite. For the last couple of years, you know, let's not forget he just he missed a year due to injury. So, and that first championship he won, you know, that was, you know, that's Tim Duncan and them, who majorly who did most of the heavy lifting on that on that championship. Um, you know, now that one he got with uh, Toronto this year, you know, hey, he he's a man. But I look and I think about from two thousand nine, Kawhi didn't even get into the NBA until two thousand eleven. And he didn't make his first all-star team until 2015. So we're looking yeah. at half a decade uh, gone. And he first team all, all decade? I don't know about first team all decade. I think I will put him second team. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, he would definitely make one of the three teams. But first team was a lot to me. I, I was surprised that he made first team over some of these other guys. You know, um, I think a case could be could have been made for – um, cause you look at the other team that stood out to me before I say who else could have made it. Cause we, I'll just, we'll just go through the rest of the team before we talk about who could have shuffled, who could have been shuffled around. But oh, does it stand out to you that there's no center and there's like really no power forward on this team? Like on, like, yeah, there's like, uh, on the first team, uh, yeah, on the first team, we got Steph as a point guard. Yeah, KD, he's, he's the, <laughs> KD can line up at the five, or work a lot up at the four. You know, if you if you got three wing players and you got a guard and two guards, and I think that just really changed. You know, the, the game has changed. Oh yeah, it's definitely changed. Um, I'm I'm kind of with you on the recency bias with Kawhi, but I think more than the you know than the championships, it's the two. Defensive player of the year for me, at least, that, you know, I can go ahead and push him over to that first team because, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I remember the 2011 draft. I remember, I mean, I think that was the same. That was a Kyrie draft, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember the 2011 draft. The Morris Twins got drafted in that draft. And I remember this guy, Kawhi Leonard, getting drafted, but I didn't really remember hearing from him until the those finals appearances against the Heat. And, and you know, he won finals MVP, and then he just kind of took off his path from that finals MVP. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a lot of recency bias with this pick, but his two defensive players of the year is like, I can't really hey, argue. Rudy Gobert got two of them. Man, Rudy Gobert is a center, man, and it's really hard to win. Like no one, no wing players, uh, you know, really defensive player of the year is kind of like a big man award historically. You know, last wing player I can think of. I mean, I think what uh, what Gary Payton won it back in the day, and I mean, yeah. point guard, and you know, Jordan won it. So, you know, there have been wing players to win it, but this guy won it consecutively back-to-back. You know, that's where Kawhi Leonard comes in for the um, for me on the first team if I had to make an argument for 
for him being on the first team. Now, I would make – I feel like there's more arguments against it, but we can probably get into that once we go into the second. Any other player on the first team, I think it's yeah. It's, it's good. You know, James Harden been an MVP candidate over the past, what, five years now, you know, top two, Steph Curry. Steph you know, Curry. I question, you know, I, I don't, I can't argue against James Harden making that team, but I also, there's there's a guy on the second team that it was, I don't know how they decided between these two guys. Actually, I mean, we can go ahead and say it, his new teammate. I mean, I don't, I don't know how well you can, yeah, Russell Westbrook, I don't know. You know, Ooh. I mean, I think, a, I think it's a coin toss between him and James Harden as far as this decade. I mean, that's uh, – I think it's a coin toss. Well – They both got an MVP. Yes. James Harden's the, the better score. Russell Westbrook, three triple-double years in a row? Three? This is – He don't make first team? But he hasn't been out of the first round since KD left. Oh. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been out of the first. He hasn't been out of the first round, and his efficiency is way below. You know, uh, you know, but James, man, um, I would give I would give the slight edge to James Harden there. James Harden's a is a prolific scorer, uh, putting thirty on your head every you know every other night. He went on a thirty point streak this year. So that was, you know, pretty much ever since he left OKC, it's been all James Harden all the time. And, you know, he's carried his team to the playoffs. Um, I remember that year famously um, they came back on the Clippers, him and Josh Smith. Shouts out to Josh Smith, man. Hitting threes. Like, well, damn, you just left the Hawks. You start hitting threes with the Heat. Not the Heat, but the, the Rockets. But. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. But uh, we can times. Oh, go. Yes, it's already. I'll I'll do the honors since I kind of already, you know, uh, let it let the cat out the bag. So I, I think the second team is probably. I mean, there's a lot of controversy with the third team, but I think the second team is very interesting, man, because yeah. you got Russell Westbrook, you got Chris Paul, who I think if Chris Paul had just maybe a little bit more playoff success, then he should kind of be a first team guy. All right. Um, Anthony Davis. Who's had almost zero playoff success? Yeah, that's pure he's stats. That one sweep. <laughs> but he's he's a monster. And we got Carmelo Anthony and Blake Griffin rounding out the second team. What you yeah. think about that second team? The second team is kind of like when I when I first even saw the All Decade teams, I was like, "What is this?" And now I saw the first team, second team. I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Like it, it's all it, it hits everybody the wrong way. <laughs> it just hits everybody. I don't think no one is in full, even the people who made this thing. Like, you can see why they put these people here, but it's like, you know, I can see why Chris Paul made the second team. I'll clear, I'll put him on the second team, but Anthony Davis, I, ugh, like, um, I don't know why he made the second team. Like, I get it. You don't know why? I get it, but it was like it's all stats based, man. Um, but but that's the game we play. He's twenty and ten for like five seasons in a row. Like this is yeah, um, man. Twenty and ten. Like after his first year in the league, he's been twenty and ten machine ever since, and he blocks all the shots. Um, yeah, I think Melo, him, Melo, and Blake Griffin are kind of in the same. Oh, even though I would say Blake maybe had more consistent 
quote-unquote playoff success. Yeah. I, I, I can see why Blake Griffin and Chris Paul are kind of tied together on this list on the second yeah. as well because they're they're playing. You know, I just realized they were teammates. I didn't even put that together, man. That's, yeah, that's they're Blake they were Paul, yeah. Blake and Chris Paul. Um, you know, Blake and Chris Paul never made it out of the second round. It was always some type of injury thing. So this the second team kind of fits them for the decade. You know, they had a lot yeah. city era. Yeah, uh, they they defined the decade with Lobster. Yeah. They're definitely one of the best duos of the decade. Yeah. Um, then you got Russ. Uh Russ solid second team pick. But you know, I think the controversy, um, you know, mellow, man. It's like okay. What he when did he get traded to New York? In like what, twenty eleven? Um, and he spent the better half of the decade in New York. Um, and he only made the playoffs like twice. Two or three times, maybe. He was getting buckets. We was getting buckets, game in, game out. He was getting buckets now, but I personally, I, I as a, I'm not a mellow fan. Uh, but how can you not be a mellow fan? I'm not a mellow fan. I mean, I like mellow as a player. I guess I like. Hello. Hello? I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mello, um, Mello just, I mean, he, he, he didn't, I don't like the, like, he never really changed his style of play. Uh, I can famously remember, like, when he got traded, like, the team, okay. Remember, Amar Starmeyer went to the Knicks earlier. He went to the he went to the Knicks in free agency. Then yeah. Melo wanted to be traded, gutted the whole team, and Melo now Melo's there now. And Melo doesn't want to run pick and roll with the best pick and roll big man in the league at the time, which was Amar Stoudemire. Um, he doesn't run around pick and roll. He's doing all these ISOs. Then, you know, Melo starts his injury bugs and stuff. Um, then you got Jeremy Lin, the whole Lin sanity thing. He ran Jeremy Lin out of town. Yeah, come um, on now. Don't, don't say that. Come on. Come oh, on now. Oh, man. Nobody said about Jeremy Lin man. getting run out of town. You talking about Jeremy Lin. We talking about Jeremy Lin. Lin we sanity. about Jeremy Lin. In the, in the career of Carmelo and Anthony, we're talking about Jeremy Lin. Don't, no disrespect to Jeremy Lin, but Carmelo Anthony is a future Hall of Famer. We're talking about Jeremy Lin. But, I mean, hey, Jeremy Lin, had they been patient with him, that could have been Melo's partner in crime in New York. Like, come on now. Had, you know, uh, Houston did uh, set him up with that the, a bad contract. Because yeah. I think uh, Houston, they signed him to an offer sheet where it was, like, backloaded or something. So, New York really – they could have re-signed him. But, you know, Melo – I think Melo had something to say. Like, well, you know, if it comes down to it, you really don't – I really don't – you know, I really wouldn't care either way. But, you know, but I don't know. I'm going to put it like this real quick because, you know, I don't want to get too deep into – this is, this is a subject that's all over the NBA – Right now, yeah, I think it's just a not a generational thing, but it's a it's a, a clear divide between Melo's fans and 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 
and people who aren't metal fans who metal doesn't have any people who hate them but yeah, well, yeah. Like eleven year, uh, there's eleven year age difference between me and you, and that kind of perfectly sums it up. Like my generation, or whatever, we are like we. I was what LeBron and those guys are really like my age. LeBron, Melo, yeah. um, CP3, all those guys, they're like the same age. So they came into the NBA right when I was graduating high school. So you know, we I kind of came up with those guys watching them play, yeah. so to speak. So, and I know for you, you know, obviously you saw them play, but. You know, Pete, we, <laughs> my crew, we really appreciate the fact that Melo was the most gifted offensive player coming out of that draft class. LeBron was the best player. <laughs> LeBron was the best player, but Melo was freaking gifted at getting buckets. He was, he was KD before KD. Um, and then of course, you know, KD took the, took the, took the, the you know, <laughs> took the throne yeah, on that, but. Um, and then, you know, I noticed a lot of younger fans, you know, kind of in their, their the 20s, early 20s and younger. They're like, ah, Melo never adapted. Melo never really changed with the game. Honestly, nobody adapted. Oh, D-Way never adapted. LeBron didn't adapt. It's just that, you know what I'm saying, Melo's style just expired quicker than everyone else's did. You know what I mean? Like, that's the fast. Like, his ISO style kind of went out of favor a lot quicker. But... Um, you know, that's what hurt him. But no one no one really adapts their game, man. You are who you are. You know what I'm saying? So it just kinda hurt that, you know, he his his ISO style, you know, and you know, he he got paid a lot to be he got paid a lot of money to be on a bad team. You know, that that's that kinda hurts the legacy there. But yeah, I, I don't have a problem with him being on the second team. It, it is controversial. It is a little controversial, but you gotta have him somewhere. It's Carmelo Anthony. You gotta have him somewhere. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay with him being on the second team simply because if like we're gonna go off stats, I'm, I'm gonna go off all stats for that because lack of playoff success, I won't let him pass over for that. Neither will I give Anthony Davis like these the second team. These guys don't have a ring. None of these guys. <laughs> yeah, none of them. Um, none of these guys. These are like the woulda, coulda, shoulda. This is the woulda, coulda, shoulda list right here. Really you know. Chris Paul would have ring had he not had a hamstring, you know, thing. Uh, Brooke, you know, could have had a ring had he made it work out with, with uh, you know, KD. Anthony Davis should have a ring probably. Um, He'll probably get one Blake, soon, baby. Probably get one soon. And, you know, Blake, you know, would have had a ring had him, you know, his – the Lob City area is, is very interesting because, you know, they kind of came right before the whole, um, you know, the, the Warriors dominance. Like, yeah. Right before that, Lob City was the hottest thing ever. Like, you know, 2013, 2014, like right before the whole um, – you know, Steph Curry went on his run. Like me and you've already said it on his pod, like where the the top when Steph Curry clearly took the mantle from Chris Paul as like the best point guard in the NBA was when he did that behind the back and Chris Paul went like, Whoa, whoa, it was over with, right? Like in that very moment, we saw it. And, and to me, that's one of the greatest rivalries of the decade. Yeah, Chris Paul yeah. versus Steph. I mean, that's just a great. That's a beautiful. Rivalry. Yeah, the Clippers and Warriors was a 
a very great rivalry. Like they um that was a very good rivalry. I really liked it. Um yeah, same like and um Carmelo Anthony should have had a ring. Like, you know, he's too talented of a um of a score to not have one. Or whatever. So yeah, I call it a second team. The the woulda coulda shoulda team. You know that that's for me. But I get that. I'm with that. The woulda coulda shoulda team. I'm I'm feeling that. You know that's a team full of potential. And all those guys except for Melo are still in the league. I hope Melo returns to the league. Um. So they still got a chance to do it. Um. The third team. The third team. We got D Wade. Um. Coming in with eight All Star appearances, including one honorary All Star appearance for all NBAs. Um, we also know he's a two time champion with the Heat in this decade, earlier in the decade with LeBron. Um, Kobe Bryant, um, seven All Stars and four All NBAs within the decade. Paul George, oh, he also has a ring. He got a ring. And, um, can you hear me? All right. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Paul George. Um, well, back to Kobe, I was saying, you know, seven all-star appearances for all MEAs. He also has the uh, first ring of the decade, got that in 2010, yeah. beating the Celtics. Um, Paul George, um, six all-stars. Four, I mean, five all MEAs. Lamarcus Aldridge, uh, which is a very interesting inclusion on this list, but um, seven all star appearances, uh, five all MEAs, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, three all star appearances and three all MBAs. Um, now, the for me, the third team is like this uh, you got D Wade and Kobe. These are the guys who were on their descend into the decade. Um, even though Kobe, what Kobe retired in sixteen, mm-hmm. uh, D Wade just retired this year in nineteen. Um, but both of those guys arguably had their primes in the prior decade. Um, oh, you know, Kobe, Kobe won four rings in the prior decade. D-Wade won his, you know, his lone ring by himself in 06. And, you know, I can kind of see them, you know, you can make an argument for both of these guys on the third team, honestly. And I see some people talking about, well, Kobe should be on the first team. I'm like, no way. That was a no way. argument. I mean, first of all, Kobe, uh, Kobe, like he was, Kobe didn't play the last three years of the decade. And Not at all. And then his injuries messed up his last three years of his playing career. Like Kobe, as we know, Kobe only had about four good seasons in the in the decade. So maybe three. Right. For real. The I mean, I can remember the last good Kobe season that I can personally remember was like the season he was dunking on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like he was like he was dunking on everybody. I think it was like 2012. Uh, or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if that was the year he tore his Achilles, or now I'm not for certain on that. But it was like it was like early in the decade. He was still averaging like twenty twenty seven a game, and he was dunking on. He was catching a body every game. Oh yeah, because I remember he, he 
dunked on Josh Smith, and I still remember that. Like he, <laughs> I remember he dunked on Josh. They were in LA, and I was watching the Hawks game, and he like claimed Josh Smith on his taxes, and it was it was nasty. It was just nasty. Um, yeah, he was just dunking on everybody, and that was the last for me remembering. That was the last Kobe season. Every other season. I- he was nothing all like like half of the he got seven all star appearances in that decade. At least three of those are just fan votes. Yeah, they're just giving uh, him appearance like three at a time. Yeah, yeah. At least three of those are fan vote. Um, you know, because he didn't he only played like six games one season. Right. He like he got hurt and it is just no. So third team, I feel I feel like it's right. Uh, D Wade, uh, you really can make an argument for D Wade on the second team now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. He could really have been on the second he team. Really could have, because he's a champion, two time yeah. champion. Um, yeah. He wasn't in his prime, but his descent was still, he was still a top 10 NBA player for arguably at least half of that decade. You know, like, yeah. Um, Right after Brown left in fourteen, um, you know that's when he was still good because of D-Wade. You know it was still like him and like the the year that uh Brown left, him and Chris Bosh were still there, and they were like that was gonna be a team. I was really unfortunately Chris Bosh, you know him him and his uh blood clot and his lung lungs and stuff. Unfortunate about that, but that team right there could have been like a that was like a top three to four seed in the East, right? Like I was really looking forward to them seeing them and LeBron going, you know, battling the conference. Um, that I mean, so yeah, I could I could really see an argument for that. Everybody else, Paul George, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Giannis. Uh, third team seems about right um, for them. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, good to see him get some recognition, man. Uh, he was a top ten, um, probably top five power forward in for the whole decade. Well, here's my thing uh, about that. You know, so in the third team is where we get a little conflicted, in my opinion. Um, I think the not we but the voters got a little conflicted because, okay, first team obviously you got MVPs, you got champions, right? Um, All right. Second team, like you said, the woulda, coulda, shoulda team. The third team is a mixture of legends and, you know, guys that, you know, that, you know, are, you know, obviously really good players. I feel like Kevin Love, you know, two-time champion, he got just as many stats as LaMarcus Aldridge did. Um, I I mean, I, I'm not hating on LaMarcus Aldridge, like, you know, but that was when I saw his face there, I was like, what? <laughs> but... You know, like Lamarcus, I mean, but he's he's a very good player. He definitely has been like a great player. It just makes me wonder why, or how did did was it was it a coin toss between him and Kevin Love? Because Kevin Love got busy this decade. Like Kevin Love yeah. did his thing. Yeah, uh, I can see Kevin Love on that third team replacing. I mean, if you had to pick a power forward, you know what I mean. You had to pick a power forward. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Paul George in that list, man? Um. He hasn't – he battled LeBron earlier in the decade, LeBron and he, D-Wade as well. Uh, he, he battled them uh, earlier in his in his pre-prime days mm-hmm. uh, before he 
his prime, Paul George, which he is, you know, he's squarely in his prime right now. Right. Uh, but he battled earlier in the decade with um, against the Heat, those Indiana Pacers teams. Um, and then, you know, we kind of seen a, a break in that. Don't mean to use that kind of literal, but he broke his leg. Um, poor choice of words, man. <laughs> poor choice of words. But he, kinda, um, he broke his leg, in a, and then he kind of came back. And after that, he was like, you know what, I'm done with Indiana. Because by the time he came back, they had, you know, disassembled the team around him. And then, um, you know, he goes off the uh, OKC, the, you know, the OK3 with uh, you know, Melo was there. That didn't work out, and this past season didn't work out as well. You know, Paul George is one of those guys who I always thought was like an all star, but he's not a superstar. Like he just to me, he just reached superstardom this year, um, and I feel like he was on a superstar trajectory prior to breaking his leg. But you know. He was always one of those guys, like, I really don't see him as a superstar. But, like, you know, he came third in MVP voting this year. So I kind of gave him that. You can go ahead and give him that superstar label. Um, we know, I think that um, I agree. Paul George never reached the status that he could have if he didn't break his leg. I think a couple things happened with his third team. And the reason I don't have a problem with Paul George being on there because he's. Yeah, he's- yeah I don't have a problem with it. I think two things happened this decade that totally unexpected that really like shaped this list. One, Dwight Howard like just totally forgot how to like be a dominant center, and he had issues, right? Like, but if Dwight Howard stays healthy, and 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 if the league just didn't completely turn their back on centers that you know are traditional big in the paint centers, like if, if the style of basketball didn't just totally turn their back on him, then. Um, he would definitely be on this list. I mean, this list is void of dominant centers. Um, so, one, Dwight Howard, you know, his injuries don't totally affect this list. Two, you mentioned it earlier, Chris Bosh. You know, like if Chris Bosh didn't have the blood clot, then he was a, he would be a no-brainer, you know, assuming that he played the majority of the you – know, let's just say he, he mirrored D-Wade. Like, let's, let's say Chris Bosh just spit out three more good seasons, and then, you know, he had to, you know, retire within the last season or two. He would automatically be second or third team, um, you know, on this list. So I think those two guys, in my mind, those are two guys that since they – since you just can't in your right mind put them on there, you got to like, okay, so who else can we put? All right, LaMarcus Aldridge. All right, Paul George. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let, let's put those guys on there. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, nah, he was too old. Uh, Tim Duncan, yeah, same thing. He's a little too old. Uh. So it, it makes sense, you know. I, but I mean, think about D Rose, man. What about yeah. you know? What if D Rose had a Torres ACL? Uh, it's it's funny that you mentioned Dirk and uh, Tim Duncan. I mean, you know, those guys both weren't rings this decade. But you know, yeah. you know, they, if you had to make a fourth team, every person we just named probably be on that fourth team almost, like right. Mm-hmm. You probably couldn't even assemble that without these guys. Like, um, you know, you, you got, I mean, hey, you could probably make an argument for Clay on that quote unquote. I was just thinking him too, man. Clay, Clay 
that's the thing. Clay is the second or third best shooting guard of this decade. Yeah. I was kind of thrown off that he didn't make yeah. it of the team. I wouldn't have been surprised if like he had made it over a guy like maybe Giannis or Lamarcus. Lamarcus. Yeah. Hell, even. I see it yeah, though that that kind of, and again, that's the I guess that's I think the voters were like, hey, we got to put some big guys on this team somewhere. Like I think that was another thing, just a pressure of, hey, we can't put all guards and forwards on this, you know, this this team. Like we got to throw in some big men, and then okay, so Giannis just won the MVP. You know, you got to throw in the Marcus Aldridge. You know, they 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 threw him in there. Um, but like you said, there's a fourth team. Yeah, I think those guys will have to <laughs> make it not the honor the honorary mention fourth team. The honorary mention team, we got Clay. Uh I'll go ahead and I'll throw Tim on there. Um I'd probably throw hmm. Would I throw the white on there? Mm, probably. Know, I don't think I'll put the white on the f- honorary mention team. I gotta team. look at his stats, man, because he has a so hard, like when he got, like, it wasn't even in LA. Like actually, LA was one of his better seasons. It was like when after the whole James Harden thing, like the second year that didn't work out. Like then you know he came to Atlanta and Charlotte, and it just went off. Yeah, bad. he's just. I mean, all bad. We like teams are paying him to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's crazy. One of the best moves our GM ever made, honestly. Uh, to, to pay the white hour to go away, uh, man, that Dennis Schroeder, that Dennis Schroeder, the white Howard team was, woof. that was, it was ugly, man. That was probably the worst Hawks team I had seen. Like, even though they made the playoffs, I did not enjoy watching that team at all. No one did, no one did. It was painful watching those guys play basketball together. Um, watching guys play basketball, like, who was the second best player on that team? Like Al uh, was Al was well, in there. No, Pop, Millsap, was Millsap, there. Was, Millsap was on that team, so that's why you know Millsap was the best player. And yeah, and Dwight and it was woof. yeah, yeah. But Chris Bosh definitely gets an honorary vote for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. It wasn't for the blood clot. His game was built to last. Like I feel like he would be the one big man that would still survive. Like you know, as long as he stayed healthy. His game was kind of built to still survive this new era because he ushered in the new era of pace and space. Like he was the big man that ushered in that that you know spreading out the floor with your five. So he definitely gets a spot on my fourth team honorable mention all decade uh, for his uh, impact on the game. And maybe Draymond Green. I don't know. Maybe Draymond. Like I mean, you got to think about all these champ like Draymond Green. Hell, Iggy. Uh, could he could have mentioned on there? I mean, he was a Finals MVP. He's a three-time champion. He was just as important to you know some of those teams as a guy like Draymond. Um, hell, I'm I'm trying to think. Like, like yeah, Boogie. that honor. Stat wise, Boogie was. Yeah, stat would be there. If if we were just going pure stats, Boogie would be there. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think, man, over the past decade, who's – I mean, they pretty much got the list. You know, this is – They got a good list. They got a really good list. Like, it's, like it's – you could argue for and against almost every person. You know, it's like a good – it's a good – they put a good list out, you know. 
can't say they put it bad. Like Giannis, you could argue, uh, Giannis. But I'm like, well, shit. The guy, what he did over the past three years is like he's been on an upward trajectory. Like you can't even, we don't even know what this guy's ceiling is right now, man. Like, gosh. Yeah, I mean, for Kawhi to be on the first team, I could totally get Giannis being on the third yeah, team. Yeah, it's kind of like this. I mean, you know, the last three seasons, we've all just kind of witnessed Giannis just turn into something just unbelievable. Uh, so, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, hell, when did Joel and B get drafted? 2014? Man, if he had a, if he had a guy, you know, if he had a, been healthy since 2014, maybe he could have made like a honorary mention team, you know. Right, his health held him back, man. But he's definitely, definitely a skilled guy in this decade. Kyrie, oh man, why haven't I even? Yeah, I was, Kyrie. I was thinking Kyrie. Man. Kyrie, he did cross my mind. definitely on my honorary mention team. I'll put Kyrie on my honorary mention team. It'd be him, Clay, Duncan, um. Bosch and well, I need a wing now. Another wing. <laughs> What's the <laughs> uh well let's let's throw Draymond on there. Yeah, it's I don't know, man, because <laughs> I, I feel like Kyrie was on there mainly because he won that championship with Braun, but if it came down to it, I would put John Wall over Kyrie. Ooh. Um, because John Wall was getting he was getting busy way before Kyrie was like he was twenty and eleven before Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie's never been a big. He's never guy. never. Well, John Wall though. Woo. Yeah, like John Wall was. John Wall, I, I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll see you, John Wall. <laughs> Kyrie, that's how. I'll see John Wall. <laughs> John, you know, John Wall kind of disappointed me that year, that day. Going up against you know the Isaiah Thomas uh, Celtics, uh, yeah. he disappointed me that year because what that game seven was his for the taking. Like that was supposed to be the take the year that he just came out and you know he, they could have beat that team. Uh, You're right. You're right. Al Horford. It was his. Yeah, I Al definitely. Al's Al's a guy that. He's the no stats all decade guy. Right? He's a guy. That- yeah, he would be probably my. He would have. He would get some votes from me. Al Horford. Um, no, like you said, just no stats. All he does everything. Like you know, he was. He has the All Star appearances. He has like or so. Uh, he doesn't really have the All Days, but everything. You know, Al is a low key Hall of Famer almost. So. I would, I mean, for the last decade, you know, I would definitely consider Al. But yeah. I think that about rounds it out, man. You know, I think that rounds it out. And I think if we go any deeper into it, we'd be going into some uh, Cal Corvers. And, uh... <laughs> hey, man, Paul Mills, Cal Corver, Darren. Yeah, we can't. Man. <laughs> we, 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 can't let the, we can't let the bias show that much. Hey. Don't make me bust out Joe Johnson. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, Joe Kim, no. Hey, we can go there. But I think that that does rounds it out. This is a great list, uh, you know. And it makes you kind of look forward to the next decade because yeah, man. we got some guys that we know are going to lead the way. Giannis, Kawhi, 
you know, uh, we we know those guys are going to kind of lead the way into the next decade. Um, Great enough to make a third team all 2020s decade? That's the question, man. How many years can he play into the next decade? I mean, he's on the contract for three. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, he says he wants to play until his son. He wants to play with his son. His son right now is in ninth grade. Um what so that's about three well about four four more years before he's eligible to be in the NBA. Yeah. I think LeBron definitely he can eke out another two or three uh fourth and fifth year and stuff like that. Ooh. LeBron's put Yeah, see the key is he needs to win if he can get a couple rings out of this, you know, next three years. If he can get the one or two rings out of these next then he has a chance. He has a chance to make that next all decade third team honorary, you know, like that, like that Kobe D Way. He'd be down there on the third, like where Kobe and D Way is right now. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, what about KD? Which would be, oh, yeah, KD's definitely there. KD's got a lot. I mean, we we got to see how he comes back from the injury, yeah. but um, there's no, I'm not gonna doubt that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna predict, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I know this is 10 years ahead of time, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm gonna predict the the first team all decade for 2020 is gonna be Giannis, uh, Giannis, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Ben Simmons, and hmm. is your wing gonna be Luca or Jason Tatum? Ooh, I'm gonna go Luca. All right, that's my that's Ooh. that's. I Ooh. think we we wrap this up. We can wrap that up. Okay, I like you know I I I have no qualms with that list, man. That's that's a that's a great. I list. say Giannis, Giannis, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, um, Luca, and who else did I say? I said Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, Ben Simmons. Uh, that sounds like a nice all-decade team right there. That does. That sounds mighty nice. That, that sounds mighty nice. Woo! Wow. Okay. Hey man, this has been good. This has been good. You know, we uh, I think, I think we covered it. Covered it all, man. All right, all right. let's do it. Right. Bet. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for listening once again to another great episode of The Goat Talk. We know we have hit you over the head with our hot takes, and we love it. Thank you for being a part of the GOAT family and continue to be a part of the GOAT family by subscribing and telling your friends. You got to grow. You got to help us grow. We trying to grow. We trying to get out there. And we want you to be a part of all this. We want to jump on the bandwagon now because this bandwagon, we're only going up from here. We're only going up from here. From the Scott Bros and the rest of the GOAT family, thank you for, for being a part of this and for listening to our podcast. Continue to show love. And we will show love back. I promise. So, again, thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll come with more content soon.